You're on EducateForLife.com radio with Kevin Conover. And if you listen long enough, your faith will become... I'm tired of being conned. Don't worry, the con is over, see? We're now at DEFCON 1. Did you say carnivore or carnivore? Would you like to have a conversation with Kevin? Then call 800-243-9719. And now, here's your host, Kevin Conover. Bring your time. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. My guest today, you've probably heard of him. His name is Dr. Dell Tackett. He created Focus on the Families, The Truth Project, a worldview curriculum which now is estimated to have been seen by over 12 million people worldwide. He served more than 20 years as an officer in the United States Air Force. During the George H.W. Bush administration, he served at the White House as Director of Technical Planning. For the National Security Council, he worked for years in the software engineering discipline, led the Tiger team that developed the critical command and control system for NORAD, that's the North American Aerospace Defense Command. He's one of the founders of the New Geneva Theological Seminary and was a professor of numerous worldview courses. He led and taught for years at the Collegiate uh, Focus Leadership Institute. He currently teaches as an adjunct professor for the Alliance Defending Freedom, Summit Ministries, and Impact 360. He has a doctorate in management and computer science. Dell, thanks so much for being on the program today. Hey, it's my pleasure. Uh, happy to be with you, Kevin. You know, the conflict uh, over whether or not Genesis is history is pretty significant. There's a lot of back and forth in the church. And many people would say, don't make an issue out of whether or not Genesis is history. You're only going to create unnecessary conflict. Just focus on Jesus. So, Dell, I kind of wanted to bring this up, you know, start off with a bang here. Um, why did you decide to host this movie? Well, it is a great question because that's the essence of, of what we're doing here. And it's it's the reason uh, why I chose uh, to do it, because I believe that we're in uh, in a state right now where the evangelical Christianity is being, uh, it has been, uh, I think, pressed for a number of years from the scientific paradigm standpoint uh, to question uh, whether or not uh, the record we have in Genesis is truly historical or whether it's more mythical or anal- and uh, analogy, something like that. But what's happening more of late is that uh, that kind of paradigm is now infiltrating what I, I would call it the evangelical hierarchy. I don't mean by that better or equality and so forth, but you know what I mean by that. The, yeah. the seminaries, professors, uh, some uh, prominent uh, um, uh, pastors and theologians uh, have begun to buy that deep time paradigm, and in so doing, what happens is that you eventually have to wipe away the notion of a true Adam and Eve. Mm. Uh, and if you wipe away the notion of a true Adam and Eve, then you then you have to let go of the notion of, of of an original sin and the judgment that God brought upon man and the universe and death, and eventually uh, the the judgment of God. On, on a world that was filled with violence and evil through a global flood. Um, and even in the middle of that historical record, God's promise that he would bring forth uh, the seed, the Messiah. So Genesis 1 through 11, from, from my perspective, I, I, uh, I'm a biblical worldview uh, guy. Yeah. 
uh, and I teach over and over again that a, a biblical Christian worldview is rooted in those first 11 chapters. Uh, if, you, if you mythicize them, if you take them away, if you blur them, then you're, you're blurring the, the foundation of a biblical worldview. It's not minor. Uh, it's absolutely critical to a biblical and theological understanding of Christianity. Yeah, that's amazing. You know, I, I completely agree with you. I've had quite a few guests on the show who, who feel the same way, and I've had guests on the show who feel differently. But, you know, on your website, uh, deltacket.com, you state, there's a, it, it, you know, one of the intro messages there, it says, we are not having much of an impact on the culture around us. And mm-hmm. when you make that statement, do you believe that this issue, the issue of is Genesis actual history, do you believe that that is significant, a, a significant reason as to why uh, we're not having an impact, and, and what do you mean exactly by we're not having an impact or enough of an impact on the culture? Well, what I mean by that is if you look at uh, the culture that we live in mm-hmm. <laughs> and look at the um, just the state of that culture uh, in terms of um, uh, abortion, in terms of our view of sex and marriage, uh, the the rise of um, of um, uh, pornography and addictions. Uh, all, all the the rise of a, of a, a center on me, uh, uh, I'm the gender center, identity. I'm the one who defines what is true, mm. um, and and in essence, to great extent, I remember uh, hearing one of the pastors say not long ago that in reality, uh, there is not one county in the United States in which Christianity is growing. Now, I think it's evident to me, anyway, yeah. that that we are really not having an impact on the culture. I mean, we're we're building bigger churches, uh, we're writing bigger checks, but in essence, we're really not having an impact on the culture. That's what I mean by that. Wow. And do you, and I mean, I've seen that also in my own uh, personal research, the decline, the declining amount of people who will say that they're Christians, as well as an increasing amount of people who are being categorized as nuns, essentially, I have no religion, um, is happening. And do you think that this issue of is Genesis history, do you think that's relevant to this uh, subject? Well, I do. I don't think it's the solution. Uh, we're going to, uh, I mean, we're not here to talk about, uh, I'm, I'm working on um, a DVD series, a small group series to follow uh, what I did in the, in the Truth Project and the other worldview teaching I've done called the engagement. And that is going to call people to what I think is the, the solution as to how to have an impact on the culture ar- around us, and that's through deep relationships. But I do believe that this whole, istri- uh, this whole is- issue associated with the undermining of the, the Word of God, and in particular at the very beginning uh, where we understand that we're made in the image of God, why, why there is a sanctity of human life, mm-hmm. why there is evil in the world, the fact that there is an ethical foundation, uh, that there is a base for understanding there is male and female. That's not just a social construct. Uh, those, that is critical for us uh, as believers uh, uh, to be able to have a, uh, that foundation and to be assured of that foundation. So I don't think it's going to solve the problem of our lack of engagement in the culture around us, but I certainly think it will help shore up our belief and our assurance that God is uh, true in His Word. Okay. Now, uh, of course, you know, when when I hear the name Del Tackett and everything, I... I 
your bio is uh, amazing, all the stuff that you've done and everything. But I, I immediately think of the Truth Project and um, mm. an amazing thing and, and fantastic. But and you're also associated with Focus on the Family. You you were involved with them for a very long time. And um, do you think that associating your name with the idea that Genesis is literal history is going to alienate some people from the Truth Project or Focus on the Family? Because I think there's a lot of people out there who look at this issue and go, you know, that's a that's a fiery issue. That's some hot coals. Uh, I think I'll kind of uh, deviate away from that. And did that enter your mind when you were considering doing this? Well, it entered my mind primarily because I had some friends counsel me. They said, you know, don't do this. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> please don't do this. Uh, and, and the reason that they said not to do this is because they said you'll be then lumped uh, with uh, all of the ignorant, crazy, stupid, uh, unscientific uh, young Earth weirdos, <laughs> and uh, well, guess what? I am one. Welcome and, to the. And, yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> great. So, uh, I believe. I believe that the record that God has given to us. There's no way. In fact, in the film, uh, we had a, an amazing, amazing interview with uh, one of the top Hebraists in the world at yeah. uh, Hebrew uh, University. Uh, And he made it plain. He said, look, there is no Hebraist in the world uh, that would look at the record in Genesis 1 through 11 and say that it is anything except the genre of historical narrative. You just can't do that. And and he, he said it rightly. He said, you have to have a different paradigm that you begin with uh, that requires you to force uh, the Word of God into something other than historical narrative. And so, and I believe th- that's true. I believe that God recorded for us exactly uh, what He did. And so I'm not going to stray from that. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, I, I did not uh, touch on this issue in, in the Truth Project. Um, and I chose not to touch on the issue because I knew it was uh, going to be a roadblock and a stumbling block, and I knew that those uh, who held to a deep-time paradigm uh, would have ammunition to um, to maybe derail mm. uh, people from seeing the Truth Project. I didn't want that to happen because my objective in the Truth Project uh, was something different. It was to help build a comprehensive, systematic, biblical worldview in the body of Christ. And uh, so... Uh, we dealt with the issue of, of evolution uh, in the Truth Project, but not with the issue of deep, deep time. And so, but that doesn't mean that I shy away from it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I think that uh, at this time, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's needed, and I think it's critically needed. And so that's why, that's why I'm doing it. That's fantastic. My guest today is Dr. Del Tackett. He is the author of The Truth Project and is now involved with a movie that's coming out February 23rd, which is called Is Genesis History? And I really encourage you to check it out. It's in theaters for one day. Is GenesisHistory.com. You can check it out by tickets. And also, we're going to have another guest with us today. Uh, He is an expert. He was in the movie. And his name is Andrew Snelling, Dr. Andrew Snelling. He's a geologist. And he's going to give us evidence from science that the Earth isn't as old as people think. Stay with us as we continue this conversation. (laughs) 
Add historic American beauty to your home today with genuine Amish furniture. It's built in the USA from solid cherry wood with a bourbon finish. Or choose alternative woods and finishes to accent your home's decor. You'll find it all at Tucker's Valley Furniture. For over 65 years, the Tucker family has served San Diego County. Still family-owned, Cash and Carry and Tucker's Valley Furniture. Two stores, both right across the street at Main and Mollison in El Cajon. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. Hi, this is Kevin Conover. Will you please donate to Educate for Life so we can share the truth of God's Word with kids in public schools? You can donate online at donate2efl.org. The Bible used to be read in public schools on a regular basis prior to the 1960s. But today, most kids are completely clueless when it comes to the content and the historical and scientific accuracy of the Bible. Please help us by donating online at donate2efl.org. How can you live in San Diego and miss out on enjoying the water? Fast Lane Kayaking sells popular Hobie Cat kayaks that you pedal, not paddle. That means your hands are left free for fishing and fun. Just throw these on your roof rack. They're light and they're easy to use and maintain. Just rinse them off. Try one free on a demo ride. For 36 years, Ron and Debbie Lane have served San Diego with fun, family-friendly water sports of all kinds. Learn more. FastLaneSailing.com. 619-222-0766. When you need tires or service, count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options in all the brands you trust. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Hours Tuesday through Friday, 730 to 530 and Saturdays, 730 to 5. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard in Oceanside, 760-439-1631. I will cast my cares on you. You're the anchor of my hope, the only one who's in control. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. If you missed a portion of this show, I highly recommend you you go back and check it out on our website. You can pick up a recording on iTunes. It's also videotaped on YouTube. My guest today is Dr. Del Tackett, who is the author of The Truth Project. That's what he's uh, famous for and also um, is now involved in a movie that's coming out or was involved in a movie that's coming out uh, this February th- 23rd, 2017, is Genesis, Genesis History. And uh, it's looking at whether the Bible in Genesis 1 through 11 is actual historical uh, reality or whether it's uh, mythology. And uh, Dr. Tackett, when you were growing up, um, did you grow up in a Christian family? Well, I did. I would, I would call it nominal. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know what that means. It was in a mainline denomination. Yeah. Uh, it, with all that that implies. Uh-huh. And so as you were growing up and, you know, these issues about uh, worldview and is this truth, is this not truth and, and these sorts of things, 
when did this issue specifically about Genesis first come into your mind? When did this first hit you as something that people were arguing about and that you had to make a decision about? Well, I think I first remember when I uh, saw Heckel's diagrams in my science uh, textbook uh, in in classroom. I don't know exactly what year that was in my life, but I remember looking at them uh, and being shaken uh, by uh, that uh, what was supposed evidence. We now know that he faked those diagrams mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to try and and uh, shore up the the notion of evolution, but. I remember uh, as as a young person looking at those and being uh, being shaken, uh, thinking that evolution must be true. Uh, but I, you know, I I still and and there's not not uh, pointing to me as being anything special. But I I still uh, held to what I I thought was a clear reading when I read Genesis and. Uh, and so I, there was a conflict in my mind, and that conflict uh, raged for a number of years until I began to read uh, evidence by those who were doing, uh, um, were looking at the, the scientific data from a, a true Genesis paradigm. Yeah, now that's, that's interesting what you're saying there, because in our previous segment, you were talking about one of the best Hebraists in the world said, hey, you can't look at Genesis from any other perspective other than this is actual history. And so Correct. in some people's minds, uh, what might come up is, okay, so what you're telling me to do is believe something that is not true, um, because we need to make sure that it, we read the Bible as it is, so I have to abandon my scientific mind uh, can you clarify for our listeners what you know what your position is on there, Matt? Well, yeah, yeah my position is that that uh, they're making an assumption that it's not right. In other words, uh, if they say, "Well, then I have to believe something that is not true," uh, th- they're making the assumption that the current scientific paradigm is absolutely true, uh, and and I I don't believe it is. And, and I think it's important, let's take a minute to talk about this, it's important for people to recognize and understand, if you look at the history of science, there have been scientific paradigms that have arisen uh, in the past, uh, and then they have collapsed, and another paradigm has arisen. I mean, you go back and look at Ptolemy. Ptolemy had uh, a great paradigm. Uh, it, was, it was strange, because he had all of these epicycles and so forth for planets and so forth. It worked to a point until it just collapsed. It couldn't handle the, the new data that was coming in. So what, what the individual is saying is that they're taking the current scientific paradigm, which I think is temporary. I mm. think a lot of the current paradigm is going to collapse. And by current and pa- paradigm, is that by current paradigm uh, Dr. Tackett, you're, are you t- referring specifically to evolution? You're, are, you spe- sp- uh, are you referring to, uh, you know, the Earth is uh, 3.6 billion years old? Is it, what, what are you referring to exactly there? Well, what I'm referring to is uh, the summation of all of that, uh, the current uh, scientific paradigm of deep time as it applies to the universe, to the Earth, uh, that life has arisen through evolutionary processes, uh, that there is no intelligence, that all of this is the result of random processes over a long period of time. Mm, That's okay. the paradigm I'm speaking of. That's the paradigm uh, which has really captured our, our academia, it's captured media, uh, it's what you'll hear in the museums. It's what the rangers will tell you in, in the parks. That's, that's that total paradigm that I'm talking about. Okay. And you so think that's going to fade away? 
Oh, I, th- I think there are already some uh, serious problems. Uh, I mean, even the Big Bang. Uh, yeah. There are many scientists who are saying, you know what, this, this thing has got too many problems. It's kind of like Ptolemy's epicycles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to patch it or patch it there. I even think Einstein, uh, it, it just is not being, it's not enough to handle what we really know. And, and for sure, I, I think that uh, Darwinism and neo-Darwinism, the more we look, uh, at the deep complexity of, of the molecular machines within the living cell. It, it's impossible for someone to think that that arose uh, through random processes. So, uh, but, but the point here is that the individual who says, well, then you're, you're telling me I have to believe uh, the scripture over what, what is true, then I'd say, you know, you've got your assumption wrong. Your, your assumption begins with, with the... the uh, the fact, the supposed fact that the current scientific paradigm is absolutely true. Mm. And uh, what I'm saying is that you're resting uh, your belief on something that's quite shaky. Uh, and and most fact, people, would you would say, say that person, go ahead. I would say, okay, let's, let's, look at, let's look at the scientific evidence for Christ's resurrection. Uh, one could say that the scientific world would say that's impossible. Um, now, are you going to then say, well, then Christ could not have arisen from the dead, and the only reason I believe Christ rose from the dead is by blind faith? Uh, or do we believe that, that the, the Scripture has accurately told us the historical account of what happened, that Jesus lived, he was crucified, he died, and he rose again? And there are eyewitnesses to all of that. There's a historical uh, account of a miraculous event. And so that we're not then saying, well, then you, if you're, you believe the scriptures that Christ rose again, and what you're doing is you're believing something that's just not true, um, that, that sets up a wrong uh, 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 counter between the historical record of, of, of um, the scriptures and what is uh, true in reality, whether that's a scientific paradigm or not. And that's a lot of what the movie is attempting to demonstrate to people is to say, hey, uh, we want to show you an alternative view to the current to the current paradigm. That's correct. In other words, we uh, we take people all over. Uh, we take them uh, to Mount St. Helens. We take them to the Grand Canyon. Uh, we uh, scuba dive uh, in St. Thomas. We look at the soft dinosaur tissue in the lab in in uh, Arizona. Uh, we look at uh, geology, astronomy, microbiology, we, uh, anthropology, uh, archaeology. We look at all of those things, and we, we try to help people see that, look, there is credible evidence uh, uh, studied by scary smart scientists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, they are. I, yeah, I, was, yeah. I was just fascinated by these men, and you're about to have one. Uh, on your radio station. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Well, for those of you uh, guys are very, very smart. For those of you who are listening today on the radio, um, there's a movie coming out is Genesis History. And uh, you can pick up tickets on the website is genesishistory.com. It comes out February 23rd. I cannot recommend uh, highly enough that you go and see this movie. Bring your friends, bring skeptics, bring people who are very science oriented. Uh, Give them the opportunity to consider an alternative paradigm. Because we all have access to the same data, but we don't all have the same biases or premises or 
what's what would be called axioms. So um, my guest today is Dr. Dell Tackett. We're going to when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about his experiences around the world as he went and looked at these things and some of the things he learned uh, when he was uh, hosting this uh, new movie. We're going to be right back. And we will also have Dr. Andrew Snelling on a, a geologist who gives evidence from science and geology that the earth is not as old as people seem to think. We'll be right back. Before I bring my need, I will bring my heart. What do leading local restaurants have in common? They depend on Express Fix Coffee for new and used coffee and espresso machines, repairs, and affordable monthly service. Dave Martin and his local team provide water filtration services too. Call San Diego's best espresso repair company, serving your home and business. Learn more online at expressfixcoffee.com. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. 619-867-3853. Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful cabin in the forests of Julian, California. Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. She is a 34-year pioneer, best-selling author, and nutritionist, and personally supervises and cares for you with a servant's heart. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. Hi, this is Kevin Conover. Will you please donate to Educate for Life so we can share the truth of God's Word with kids in public schools? You can donate online at donate2efl.org. The Bible used to be read in public schools on a regular basis prior to the 1960s. We want to reach kids in public schools by passing out 5,000 free videos on the scientific accuracy and foresight of the Bible. Please help us by donating online at donate2efl.org. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at TuckersValleyFurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. I'm giving it all. Tuning in to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website's educateforlife.org. You can pick up a recording of this show and all the other shows. Recently had on Dr. James Tor, one of the top 50 scientists in the world, who uh, gives uh, the reasons why he does not believe evolution is true, and uh, all kinds of great stuff on there. And my guest today is Dr. Dell Tackett, who was recently uh, hosted Is Genesis History, a fantastic new movie coming out February 23rd. Uh, Dr. Dr. Tackett, before we take off, I know you got to head off to another interview. Before we take off, what were some of the highlights for you in hosting this movie? What are some of the things that as you were you were traveling the world that really for you really stuck out as uh, 
maybe learning points or just a lot of fun? Well, I'll tell you, that's a difficult one to answer. It's kind of like, uh, you know, what dessert do you like best? It's, it's the one I'm eating. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and so wherever I was with these scientists, it, uh, it was my favorite, uh, favorite part. But as you ask the question, the things that stick out in my mind, uh, first of all, uh, was the soft dinosaur tissue. Uh, I had the opportunity in the lab to, to look at that in the microscope, to hold it in my hand, uh, this uh, very uh, flexible, uh, stringy uh, uh, material that they're finding in the dinosaur bones, which should not be there. What kind of dinosaur uh, that, was that? Uh, that was a, a T-Rex. I think it was a T-Rex horn, uh, the one we we're looking at. But they're finding that soft tissue now in in other uh, dinosaur bones. So it's not just an anomaly. Um, and that in itself uh, now all of a sudden says, well, wait a second. This Maybe we've got this dating all wrong in terms of how old uh, these bones these bones are. Um, yeah, the but they're, one, uh, they're supposed to have yeah, gone extinct have, 65 million years ago. That's correct. Uh, or 85, uh, 65 to 85 million years old. And uh, to have that protein uh, still viable is uh, just it is nonsense in terms of that many years. Uh, and, of course, now we're also finding that, that uh, those bones contain uh, um, radiocarbon uh, stuff, which is not supposed to be there as well. So th- that was fascinating to me. The, I think the Little Grand Canyon and Mount St. Helens, uh, you know, just standing in that canyon, realizing uh, that with all the layers of the canyon and, and being carved out and so forth, that it's, it's younger than I am. Uh, that, was, that was a fascinating place to be. Um, the, talking about genetics with uh, Dr. Rob Carter, uh, we scuba dived at Mount St. Helens, uh, talking about what we're finding out now uh, from the genetic data, not just the, the human genome, mm. but as we just look deeper into uh, what uh, we're learning about genetics, it's, it's just blowing the lid off of, off of the current paradigm. And so, you know, I, it's, it's hard for me to pick out any one of those. Uh, every time I met with a scientist, I, just, I was thoroughly uh, fascinated uh, by having the time uh, to dialogue with them to look at their evidence. Yeah, and that's, that's amazing. And that's going to filter down into your teaching as you continue to teach at Summit and also um, with, with the Alliance Defending Freedom and everything you're doing. Yeah. And then you also have the truthencounter.com um, and you're doing ministry there too, trying to draw people into a relationship with Christ. It's very exciting. Yes, yes. Well, I just want to say thank well, you so much for being on the show today, Dr. Tackett. It's been a big blessing. Well, thank you, Kevin. It's, it's been a blessing to be with you all and uh, a blessing to all your listeners in your area out there in California. Okay, wonderful. Stay with us. When we uh, come back, we're going to pick up with Dr. Andrew Snelling, who is a geologist who was uh, one of the experts in the movie Is Genesis History. And he's going to give us evidence from science and geology that the Earth is not as old as people think. We'll be right back. Yeah, yeah, we've been given a call. 
1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Maine and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teachings. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. This is Throughout All Ages Ministry with Joe and Stacy. We would like to equip you to share the gospel with confidence in a biblical and effective way. We would like to teach you through the proclamation of the gospel. Whether you're the skeptic, God who created you said that he has made himself known to you so that you are without excuse. One-on-one evangelism. How do you think you can get to heaven? I've never really thought about it, but I've always thought of, you know, doing good. For more information, go to throughoutallages.com, like us on Facebook, or visit us at YouTube at Throughout All Ages. A lot is riding on your car's safety and performance. Count on Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service in Oceanside for a full range of affordable options. See their great customer reviews and special offers online. Call Dan and his team at 760-439-1631. Conover Tires, Wheels, and Service, 2405 Oceanside Boulevard. Honesty, integrity, and quality service. ASC, BBB, and NAPA certified. 760-439-1631. Do you have one-button espresso machines in your home or business? They make delicious coffee drinks, but they're not maintenance-free. Express Fix Coffee is San Diego's source for coffee and espresso machine repair, sales, and service. Call Dave Martin at Express Fix Coffee for new and used espresso machines, repairs, parts, and accessories. They'll save you time and money. Call Express Fix Coffee at 619-867-3853. Learn more at expressfixcoffee.com. There's got to be more than going back and forth. Back to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. We just uh, got off the phone with Dell Tackett talking about um, is Genesis History, the new movie that's coming out February 23rd. And uh, I now have a, another guest who was actually in the movie. He's an expert. He's a geologist. Dr. Snelling completed a BS in applied geology at the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia. He graduated with first class honors in 1975. His PhD in geology was awarded in 1982 by the University of Sydney. He worked for six years in the exploration and mining industries in Tasmania, New South Wales, Western Australia, the Northern Territory, as a field, mine, and research geologist. For over 10 years, Dr. Snelling was a research consultant to the Australian Nuclear Science and Technology Organization for an international collaborative research project that was funded by the U.S. Department of Energy. He is currently Director of Research for Answers in Genesis, and his books include Grappling with the Chronology of the Genesis Flood and Earth's Catastrophic Past. And uh, Dr. Snelling, thank you so much for being on the program today. It's a pleasure, Kevin. 
Excellent. How did you end up getting involved with this movie? What, uh, when did they first contact you that's saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to put out a movie uh, nationally talking about the age of the earth? Well, actually, I had a phone call about two years ago from the, the guy who turned out to be the producer of this film. He was toying with the idea of it, Thomas Purifoy in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, in fact, as we found out on uh, Tuesday night when we had a, a invitation-only premiere showing of the movie at... Uh, at the Creation Museum here in Northern Kentucky, his 10-year-old daughter had watched the the, the debate between Ken Ham and the science guy Bill Nye three oh. years ago. <laughs> and uh, she had questions for her father afterwards, and he didn't have the answers. So his father decided he'd better do some investigations. And uh, being a man who's into producing movies, primarily previously for homeschools, homeschoolers, he uh, he started asking questions. He uh, found my my book, and he called me on the phone, and therefore thereby started a conversation and a friendship that uh, developed into helping him with this movie and also appearing in this movie. Yeah, are you excited about this uh, movie coming out February twenty third? I'm very excited because it's uh, a very powerful presentation. Uh, you've talked to Del Tackett. He does an amazing job in tying all the pieces together with the diff- interviews of the different scientists and experts. Uh-huh. But uh, it's very uh, on location, great cinematography, and uh, interviews just with sound bites of uh, well-explained evidences that show that the the conventional secular paradigm of millions of years and evolution just does not explain the evidence and that uh, the the, uh, biblical uh, framework of earth history as presented in genesis is true and we can as christians stand tall what i'm excited about is not only the powerfulness of the movie but the fact that one it will encourage christians to stand boldly for their faith but two it's a movie that they can put into the hands of uh, skeptical friends and acquaintances to challenge them to rethink uh, their view of the Earth's history and therefore point them to the book of Genesis, which is uh, foundational to the gospel message. Exactly. Yeah, so I, it's 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 evangelistic tool ultimately. Yeah, I I've already paid for tickets for some of my skeptic friends to go, so <laughs> right. I'm very yeah. I'm very excited. Um, yes. I, I, when I first heard about it, I just was so excited that, um, you know, Dell Tackett's associated with the Truth Project, where they didn't really touch on the edu- issue of the age of the earth, which, you know, is such a foundational issue. And, uh, and so now this is coming out like this, and I feel uh, so excited that um, I feel like the, the age of the earth issue is getting more airtime. Do you, do you see that happening also? Yes. Yes, I do. And did Dell tell you when uh, he and I first met? Uh-uh, no, he didn't. No, well, uh, here at Answers in Genesis, we team up with um, Kenyan Ministries that are now based out of Flagstaff, Arizona. Uh, they organize through um, commercial providers uh, raft trips through the, through the Grand Canyon. And uh, we raise funds to invite and scholarship Christian leaders and scholars on those trips. And it was uh, almost 10 years ago that Dell came on our first trip through the canyon, and that's where we first met. 
And that trip was instrumental in helping Dell see the evidence that uh, you know the flood really occurred and the millions of years aren't there in the rocks. And so this movie, in a sense, is uh, a further progression in his uh, now being able to assist in the presentation of this information. That is so fantastic. Very exciting. What you guys do at, over at Answers in Genesis is incredible, too. And, and you're, you are in charge of the research over there at Answers in Genesis. Is that right? Yes, I'm the director of research. I'm a research geologist. Um, I've actually been involved in uh, creation ministry now full-time for over 30 years. I first worked in Australia with Ken Ham before we exported into the U.S. Now, you guys you guys only hire Australians over at Answers in Genesis, Oh, no, right? no. We let in a few Americans. That's good. That's no, good. my colleagues, I've got uh, on my staff, I've got Dr. Danny Fortner, who's a professional astronomer. He taught for 26 years at the University of South Carolina in Lancaster, and uh, he appears in the film. Uh-huh. Uh, and we also have on our staff uh, Dr. Nathaniel Jensen, who is a cell biologist and geneticist who was trained at Harvard Medical School. And uh, he has actually been interviewed for the bonus material that will eventually go with uh, a DVD release of this movie. That's great. So you guys have a lot of plans beyond uh, just, you know, the movie coming out on February 23rd. This is going to continue to, you know, bear fruit long after the movie is, uh, you know, comes out, right? Yes, my understanding is that this is going to spawn a whole series of releases of information and products that people can purchase and use to disseminate this information and use it as witnessing tools. Yeah. Now, do you think that there's going to be a a lot of pushback from those in the, you know, uh, evangelical community, the Christian community who who hold to uh, long ages and to deep time? Yes, there will be a kickback. In fact, uh, there already has been some kickback. Uh, there are those who and organizations who are very aggressively pushing their views that there's no comp- that there's no conflict between the Bible and millions of years in evolution. Uh, one of the leading organizations is Biologos, mm. and they're heavily funded by the Templeton Foundation, and so they've been aggressively um, promoting. Uh, theistic evolution, the idea that God used evolution over millions of years in seminaries in particular and trying to get into Christian colleges and universities. And so uh, they're not going to take this movie lightly. They're going to uh, definitely give a lot of kickback. Now, do you engage in conversation uh, at all with people who hold, hold to old earth views? Do you have these conversations? I mean, what is driving the the desire to, I mean, as you know, Dr. Uh, Tackett said that one of the best Hebraists in the world is on the movie. And he said, Hey, it's Genesis is, is as clear as you can get. You can't uh, say that this is anything other than, you know, six literal days. It is what it is. Um, what is the, you know, the impetus, what is the motive behind people who are trying to say, no, we have to be okay with long ages? Well, in a nutshell, it's peer pressure. The secular, uh, scientific Academy is uh, monolithic. It has mega dollars. Uh, it's it's established itself as the the voice that speaks for science, and it's really um, what shall I say in the conventional terms, it's an a, agenda which is trying to convince people that God doesn't exist. Ultimately, if if evolution is a natural process 
over millions of years and God is not necessary. And that's what saddens me about Christians who compromise with that view. Mm. They're virtually saying is that, that God's word can't be trusted in Genesis. It's just myths and legends that might have given us a, a theological lesson. But hey, if Genesis can't be trusted when Jesus actually quoted from Genesis, how can we trust Jesus? How can we trust the gospel message? And sadly, there's a lot of pressure to conform to the academy. It's peer pressure. If you want to get research dollars to do your research, then you've got to toe the party line. Mm. If you try to publish contrary views, I mean, even even secularists find that when, as secularists, they pr- try to pr- to publish alternate secular interpretations of the evidence, they can be they can be barred from publishing their papers rejected. So it's not just creationists, even. Even other evolutionary geologists, for example, will have their papers not published because they're challenging the status quo. So there's a lot of peer pressure. So Del Tackett... That's pride as well. Pride is involved. So Del Tackett really... uh he was kind of being taken a courageous step in deciding to host this movie when, when his name is associated with the Truth Project and Focus on the Family and so forth. Yes, but it's a logical progression because... The Truth Project is about worldviews, and Dell has taught at the university level on worldview issues. And and basically, the Christian worldview starts in Genesis with the foundation that God created everything, that he put the laws in place, and he's he's given us the, the, the foundational history of man that leads to Jesus Christ. If Adam wasn't a real man, then how is Jesus a real man? Yeah. the Bible presents his human lineage, lineage, which gives him the credentials to be our kinsman redeemer. And so it's an integral part of the Christian worldview. And so in that sense, it's a logical progression for Dell to be involved in this movie. Yeah. And he has future plans for you know, challenging the church to be engaged with the culture to present the gospel. Yeah, and, that's very uh, exciting. I'm very excited about that yes, also. Yes, it is. Yeah. Very exciting. I think this movie is a step in that direction as well. So great. So great. Well, my guest today is Dr. Andrew Snelling, um, and he is a geologist. And we're going to talk about, when, when we get back, we're going to talk about some of the best arguments for the age of the earth from science and geology. Stay with us. I think you'll find this very interesting. Um, my website is educateforlife.org, and you can pick up a recording of this show on that website if you missed anything that you want to check out. We'll be right back. For 36 years, Fastlane Kayaking has helped people like you experience everything that's great about San Diego. Fastlane makes fishing and water sports fun and easy. Hobie Cat kayaks feature a popular pedal system, not paddles, keeping your hands free as you fish. You no longer need to tow and gas up a boat to experience great San Diego fishing. Call or come in for your no-charge demo ride, 619-222-0766, fastlanesailing.com. At Dana Landing Marina across from SeaWorld, 619-222-0766. 
Imagine restoring your health in a peaceful, quiet cabin in the forest. Every 56 seconds, an American learns they have cancer. Every 67 seconds, someone gets an Alzheimer's diagnosis. Local nutritionist and author Milan Chessman knows the power of nutrition, detox, cleansing, and fasting. Discover A1 Fasting Retreat, nestled in the woods in Julian. See testimonials and solutions for common health problems at a1fastingretreat.com, 619-562-5446. Hi, this is Jason Hall, president of Team Home Loans, a branch of Synergy One Lending. I just want to take this opportunity to thank Kevin Conover for the profound impact he's had on mine and my wife's spiritual life, as well as being an incredible teacher while our kids were his students. His knowledge and passion have taught us all how important it is to be defenders of our faith. It's our honor and privilege to support Kevin and his show. It is our sincere hope and prayer that you will continue to learn to be defenders of your faith through Kevin's radio show and through his Educate for Life teaching. Thank you, Kevin, from the Hall family and Team Home Loans. In 1947, Gordon Tucker began serving San Diego County families. Today, the family tradition continues with two stores, Tucker's Valley Furniture and Cash and Carry, both right across the street in El Cajon at Main and Mollison. Whether you want today's modern, eco-friendly furniture or authentic Amish furniture from solid cherry wood built in America, let the Tucker family serve your family. Learn more at tuckersvalleyfurniture.com. A proud sponsor of Educate for Life with Kevin Conover. Hi, I'm Marissa Conover, and I would love to help you buy or sell your home. I've worked as a realtor for more than 13 years, and as a San Diego native, my passion and experience will help make your move as peaceful as can be. Call me at 619-251-1577. That's 619-251-1577. Or visit conoverhomes.com. Welcome to Educate for Life. I'm your host, Kevin Conover. My website is educateforlife.org. Is Genesis History is a movie that's coming out in theaters February 23rd. I highly recommend that you check it out. I think it will really, really help you to see clearly what the Bible teaches and why it's so, why the age of the earth is not just a non-issue, why uh, it's so critical to the entire Bible and to the gospel. And my guest today is Dr. Andrew Snelling, who is a geologist who was in the movie and had the opportunity to share some of the scientific evidence from geology. And I wanted to ask you, Dr. Snelling, what do you consider to be the best arguments for? Because we want people to believe truth. And uh, it's not it's not as if you're saying, hey, believe the Bible, regardless of whether it's science is true or not. You're saying the science recorded in the Bible is true. What evidence can you provide for our listeners that that's actually the case? Well, the primary basis for the millions of years is the ages of the rocks, and and, and how do those how are those ages are determined? Well, uh, when it comes to um, volcanic rocks like uh, basalts, uh, geologists use radio radioactive dating methods, mm-hmm. and I mentioned that in the film. And when it comes to sedimentary rocks, that is, you know, rocks that are made up of mud or sand that become mudstones and sandstones and lime that becomes limestones. So, for example, the rock layers that are exposed in the walls of the Grand Canyon. Uh, They're full of fossils. They're the ones that have fossils in them. Well, the ages of those rocks are determined by the presumed rate at which those rocks form. And the reigning view is that 
Uh, the present is the key to the past. So, for example, it takes a long time for sand and mud to be washed down the Mississippi River to the Delta. And so if it takes, uh, say, a th- uh, 100 years to get one foot of sand at the Delta, how long will it take to form 100 feet? That's 100 times 100, you know, 10,000 years. And so that was the initial way that they determined the ages of the rocks. So when you're talking about the, the Mississippi Delta, you're, you're saying uh, people look at how much mud is in the Mississippi Delta and they, they then extrapolate backwards based on the current rate and then they get... Uh, they get longer ages than they should. That's right, exactly. And the the question is, do present-day processes account for what we see in the rocks? And the answer is overwhelmingly no. For example, just look at a fossil. We see exquisitely preserved, even soft tissue of dinosaurs. We see fish with their eye sockets. We we find uh, all, all manner of fish... Uh, you know, uh, with contents of their food in their stomach or in their mouths, um, Wait, indicating okay. so, rapid so, burial. So, we just don't, to, go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, so, so to backtrack on this, for some of our listeners, it's going to be new information to them that we have dinosaurs with soft tissue. They're going to be kind of like, "What? Wait a second. <laughs> so, um, can you? Is this a common thing, or is this a very unusual thing to, to find dinosaurs with soft tissue? Well, it was initially thought to be uncommon, but now it's becoming increasingly common. Um, people weren't looking for it before. It was a, it was a um, serendipitous discovery by uh, because I broke had to break a dinosaur bone in an excavation to actually get a helicopter to lift it out. Mm-hmm that one of the scientists decided to look inside the broken bone and found that soft tissue. And and that was only uh, a decade ago. And since that time, more work has been done and it's now being found as common. But there's even been reports in the literature, for example, a fossil squid with the ink still in its sacs. Um, you know, trilobites. Now, wouldn't somebody, wouldn't somebody just say, if you, if I have a fossil squid with ink still in the sacs, uh, well, Fossils, I mean, squids were buried recently, so there's no problem there. So so why would that be a problem? Well, if a squid is supposed to be several hundred million years old, how could the ink survive for that length of time? Just like the, so- the soft tissue, including the proteins that are found inside the soft tissue, blood vessels, the blood, blood cells, we know from experimental evidence that these things don't, don't survive for very long at all, thousands of years at the very most. So they're finding these squid in strata that's supposed to be millions of years old? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, I've and, heard I've heard that there's squid found in in the Grand Canyon, for example. Is that is that? Uh, uh, they're nautiloid fossils, but they don't have the ink, ink in them. That's straight-shelled squid-like creatures, nautiloid fossils in a in a mass destruction layer. And that's the thing we find that not only are they well preserved, they're in large numbers. You don't you don't find. Um, uh, you put a dead dead cow out in the paddock; it, it's gone in no time. Yeah devoured by scavengers to actually get a fossilized cow you have to bury it virtually alive virtually instantly Mm. and we see this over and over again in the fossil record then the rock layers themselves there's evidence in the rock layers themselves that they formed rapidly by catastrophic water flow um it's just it's just not feasible when you look at the extent of these layers. Many of these layers in the Grand Canyon can be traced right across the North American continent. We mentioned that in the, in the movie. Uh, some of these layers can be found identically 
in the same position with the same features on other continents, indicating, and they're full of marine fossils. That's what we mentioned in the movie. Uh, everyone agrees that marine fossils buried up on the continents mean the ocean waters flooded the continents. And so to get these layers stacked like a pack of a stack of uh, pancakes on a breakfast plate spread over whole continents with marine fossils that had to be as a result of the oceans flooding the continent and each of these pancakes formed rapidly you haven't got millions of years and we don't find evidence between the layers of millions of years and what, what what do you mean by evidence between the layers of millions well, of years well we, we point this out we point this out in the grand canyon you imagine a rock layer exposed at the Earth's surface for millions of years. What's going to happen? Rainfall. You're going to get erosion. So you should be find an eroded topography at the boundaries between the layers if there's millions of years between the layers. But you don't. If you, you just in your mind's eye, remember some of the photographs you've seen of the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. The layers are flat lying stacked on top of one another with the flat knife-edge boundaries between them. No indication of millions of years. And one of those boundaries, for example, in the Grand Canyon, we go 70 miles south to Sedona area, and there's another rock unit between those two, two rock layers in the Grand Canyon that's missing in the Grand Canyon. And yet there's no evidence, no evidence of the missing time or the missing rock layer there in the Grand Canyon. It just wasn't deposited, and the layer at Sedona, 70 miles away, was de- deposited in a matter of hours, so there could be no erosion back up there in the in the Grand Canyon area between the in that time while the between the two layers. So there's no the evidence shows that the layers were formed rapidly. There's no evidence of millions of years between between the layers. And we even have evidence, which we didn't mention in the movie, that the whole layer uh, the whole sequence of layers had to have formed rapidly. And so that what, what kind of evidence is that that they had to form rapidly? Well, we go to places in the Grand Canyon where all the rock layers have been bent, folded, uh, without fracturing. Now, everyone knows that if you, if you get a solid rock like concrete and try to bend it, it's going to fracture, it's going to break, it's yeah. going to snap. To get a nice, smooth, flowing bend, you do it when the concrete is still wet, before it's set. You can make concrete pipes when concrete is wet. So the same with sedimentary rocks. Before they're cemented and hardened, they can be folded. Okay? So these rock layers in the Grand Canyon are supposed to span 300 million years, and the folding was supposed to have taken, uh, taken place 450 million years after the first of those layers were deposited. And yet all those layers are bent as if they were only soft just at the time, if they were still soft at the time of the folding. Yeah. So, well, so Dr. Snelling, let me, been hard. let me interrupt you for a second. That's, a, that's an excellent point. We're out of time here on the air, but if you would like to listen to the rest of this interview with Dr. Snelling, you can check it out on my website, educateforlife.org, or on YouTube or on iTunes. 
Uh, it's a fantastic interview, so I hope you check us out. Did you miss part of today's program? Don't worry, we're committed to helping you get the info you need. Okay, that was dumb. But for real, visit educateforlife.com for podcasts and video recordings of the show and to sign up for the School of Unshakable Faith. Leave us your comments, compliments, questions, or concerns at 800-243-9719 or email kevcon at educateforlife.com. That's K-E-V-C-O-N at educateforlife.com. You will always be much more to me. Every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right, but that's all. 